0: Unsanctioned Women's UCI Cycling Show My name is Wizard Dan And with me As always to talk all things cycling Is my good friend Sarah Who is laughing because I was making jokes About magic crystals just a second ago
1: <laughs> He likes to take you by surprise When he, t- when he <laughs> starts the introduction
0: Oh my god That's possibly the worst phrase we've ever used On this show um...
1: <laughs> Oh my god I want to start again That's terrible <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the unofficial unsaturated women's UCI cycling show. My name is Sarah, and with me, as always, is Dan, who's um who's just lost the plot. He's he's very very hot in Australia. Um, he's no, hot in see, Australia. pulled off
0: now. See, that's why I'm all crazy. It's like the it's like that release of of pressure when the you know, like the valve. Boom. Yeah. So I'm super. Dan happy. is
1: no longer melting.
0: That's correct. That is correct. I am now just a puddle rather than a pile of steam, which is yes. literally impossible to pile. So, yeah. mm. and
1: we've had cycling down. Oh my god, have we had cycling? It's so exciting. It's... We've had cobbles.
0: We say this every week, but like honestly, there's just been so much shit going on, and it's it's just it is kind of crazy. Um, we've had cobbles. We've had we other Autables. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man-made
1: hills, man-made, man-made made hills, cycling man-made. over cycling over man-made rubbish dumps.
0: Exactly, exactly, which, I mean, who among us hasn't had that dream? Um, and, you know, there's been epic... Mariana Voss. There's been Voss, there's been epic racing, like literal epic, epic racing. The epic racing. There's been all sorts of really cool media and videos and blogs but about... There's
1: been so many interesting things stories now we're not going to get to all of them in today's today's <laughs> podcast because that would kill us but it's all in our site pro women's cycling.com where you can see this link of like tons of stuff about cycling, gender, of of
0: stuff and
1: um, women women who are at the very top of cycling things um, there are so like many bike things, things.
0: there are so many things to talk about this week that the odds are reasonably good that I won't have time to pick a fight with anyone
1: so. <laughs> if you have missed Dan picking a fight with someone, go and talk to him on at DanWOfficial on Twitter and not Dan Worry. Dan Worry's <laughs> a lovely person. Yes. Dan.
0: Poor Dan Worry. He's very patient with people who want to fight with me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. You should follow him if you don't. He is he's a, he's a great, He's
1: he's lovely. He's great. He's yeah. he's just not this he's he's like the nice American one, not the um,
0: yeah, yeah, like
1: Australian one.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and knows heaps about uh, women's cycling as well because he's a fan. So go down.
1: Um a, fan, a journalist and a gent.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like classy guy, classy guy. Um where do you want to start? I mean, I guess like from a historical perspective, we can start with the first race of the week.
1: Drenta! <laughs> oh, God. It's so sad. I wrote something last week, and we talked last week as well, about the um, the slightly stressful state of the Women's World Tour um, coverage. And I think I mentioned that it's going to be a roller coaster year, and we started like down, down, down on the bottom, and then we kind of crept, 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 crept crep up. And then I think Drenta basically is looping the loop a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, well, I <laughs> Sorry, mean, it's certainly...
0: It certainly helps when you get proper, actual, real video coverage with multiple cameras and and stuff.
1: Helicopters! And helicopters, helicopters and things,
0: exactly, you know, for, like, two hours. Like, that's actual coverage.
1: Yeah, this is really interesting because, like, Drenter, so the van Drenter used to be, oh, back in the day, it used to be a stage race. And then I guess in about, I'm going to say, 2006, they converted it from a stage race into three different day races. With the Ronde van Drenta um itself being a Road a Round of the Road World Cup. And it's always had, ever since I've been following women's cycling at least, um, really good video really good coverage. It's had live streaming, which is shown simultaneously on two tiny Dutch channels, Arte de Bernte and Arte de Oost, which are part part time TV channels. Yeah. So they I don't they don't show things continually and sometimes they have nothing and sometimes they have radio shows on them and sometimes they have programs. And sometimes they have live women's cycling with no geo-restrictions. Now, in the past, it used to be that you'd rock up and it was, like, late. It was, like, it was, like, the last hour of the race but shown as live. Yeah. with a... Delay, so that was a little bit complicated. Although you could then be watching it, yeah. pretending you have sort read the outcome on Twitter and make really good predictions. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's really complicated if you're trying to if watch the race on Twitter, but know when to quit Twitter so that you don't spoil yeah. the end of the race for yourself.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But or if you want to go, wow, yeah, I'm not following on Twitter, but Yonin Dora looks really great today. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Or or if you or if you were really sneaky, you know, you could try and get a side bet going with your mates who weren't quite as twitted in.
1: <laughs> so but this year they've, they've kind of upped their game like even more so and this is the thing that's very exciting is that we've got although there are you know although we've talked about the uci stepping down a little bit some of the races have really upped their game and i've actually just found out about two more races that are going to be streamed live this year dan oh really yeah the redlands bicycle classic in april is oh, a nice. lovely american race it's yep. like it's like got that classic american thing of Um, men and women on the same roads same days same courses um tons and tons of like you know paracycling rides cat two three four rides rides for children you know what i mean like like tons of big festivals music that kind of thing and they're also going to have live web streaming and the other one is this finish race which has only appeared on the uci calendar since like since since after december um, it's the fourth year it's run. It's happening in May. And that's going to have live streaming too because Scandinavia. I think literally every women's race that happens in Scandinavia, uh, apart from the Vagorda TTT, is streamed. Every road race is streamed live.
0: Wow. Cool.
1: Like Scandinavia. Okay, Scandinavia, USA, Netherlands. Awesome.
0: Top three. Top three for mm-hmm. women's cycling. So, well, women's cycling say, broadcasting. Broadcasting. broadcasting.
1: Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, and, and, then, yeah, and then you end up with like Oh, it's wonderful. Life's wonderful when it's. So, yeah, so you have to excuse us because this whole season is going to be the roller coaster, the Sarah and Dan roller coaster <laughs> of emotions.
0: Yeah, exactly. One week we'll be delighted and be going, oh, God, this is the best thing ever. And the next week we'll be like, can't believe those fuckers didn't televise it. I oh.
1: know. And it's just going to be hilarious unless you, you know, if you liked following people's sounds. breakdowns. Yeah,
0: it's going to be hilarious for like the first week and then, you know, well, look, you tell us, you tell us how it is as as the, the year progresses.
1: Uh, yes so so then so we had an hour and 40 minutes more maybe more streamed live on two streams because the other thing that used to be the problem was that we you used to have to like book your place on the stream early because we had a tendency of people who tried to come in late the, the, the servers would just go no and cry and they weren't that like, wouldn't maybe you wouldn't be able to see it so having it streamed simultaneously on our teenage TJ- like like solves that problem yes and it's just you know, and if one of your streams freezes up, you've got the other one over here.
0: In, well, and well, yes. Yeah, I mean, you're the you're the queen of like 400 different um, streams open at once. It's like I yeah. I've never once watched a race, you know, um, virtually with you that you haven't had like one, sometimes two backup streams just ready.
1: <laughs> I I just you know that moment where your stream drops at three kilometers to go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I, I just start muttering and hitting refresh and swearing prodigiously, and you just open another tab.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. yeah. Um, so, Jolenta, it's a, it's a long race. It's got three climbs over the Bamberg, which we talked about before, but I'm never going to stop talking about because it was um, – someone said on Twitter – someone said on, on the Mixler – I did live Mixler commentary. I'm so sorry to Bridie O'Donnell because it was supposed to be with Bridie, but I my tech just – was a disaster so it was just me but someone was saying it's nice to see the pros basically going over the same bike paths that we do on club runs <laughs> yeah. and then someone else said there's less chatting in the bunch when we do club runs <laughs> 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 and we'll come to why there was chatting in the bunch later but yeah it's all tiny tiny narrow roads um the Vanberg, which really is a ha- Apparently, it used to get bigger and bigger every couple of years, but apparently the Dutch have stopped putting landfill in the ground. So um, oh, really? yeah, so so I think so we can't so we can't it won't become the Dutch von too. So
0: so they filled it up basically.
1: It's well, no, they used to just make it bigger. I love it when it gets a little bit bigger every couple of years. Like that's that's my kind of climb, especially because they kind of <laughs> seem to make it steep. Um, you're, and just, it's...
0: you're just waiting for it to become like like. Perfect attempt to tempt Emma Pooley back out of retirement. And, uh, um, oh,
1: yeah, the Drenta yeah. Mountain. Yeah. It's funny because when you look at this and it goes, yeah, at 53 meters tall, it's the highest point in the Drenta region. <laughs> But um, then they have the, they make up for it with the cobbles. The cobbles, famously, Annemiek Van Vlertsen described them as like just, you know, basically they've got sandy roads so They just came a load with a truck full of rocks and just chucked the rocks off onto the sandy roads and then drove their trucks up and down the rocks. And that's how they laid the cobbles.
0: Yeah, well, hey, there you go. <laughs>
1: so um, um, highly, highly so, technical
0: very very carefully thought out patterns and, and whatnot
1: lots of tiny and, and the thing even more so than the hill and the climb is the little narrow pathways into things you know the right hand angle from a road into a very narrow path and i found having that much video was wonderful for just watching how the ride before before the major move happened and after like you know between like the attack early attacks and the major move just watching how they were fighting for position and getting position and who was always at the front you know like that was fascinating like so you had chantal Black and Anna van der breggen and christine mayerus were always and lucinda brand were always at the front yeah like, yeah and and it's just it's just and that's the other beautiful thing about watching it by helicopter is you know getting to see the bunch surge and, and change and And, you know, watching like, so for example, if you had like three Rabo riders, right, we're taking our turns on the front for this bit and keeping the pace super high because we want to keep the pace up very high so we can all get to the cobble section first, the next cobble section first. Watching what happened when they came, you know, when you took your turn and then you dropped back, but managing to drop back and still stay within the front five riders.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you say, it's just those little, little, extra bits of visual information you know also seeing where teams are positioned as a group um from that from that overhead view and stuff like that it's you know because as we're used to you know when you get that sort of back of the motorbike front on shot of the peloton it's hard you know you're looking for shoulders and glimpses of helmets to work out where people and teams are so getting that that overhead view is just really really interesting
1: so interesting, it's so beautiful as well. You know, the, the movement of riders in the Peloton is just fascinating. You know, watching riders kind of pull you know, if, if you're kind of sitting back, maybe you've dropped a 20th reel and you think, no, I'm not staying here. And so you pile up the side, you know, or maybe a little t- a team tries to kind of get up to the front and they just can't get in and it's just yeah, glorious. And yeah, it's. I mean, they, it's very interesting because Lizzie Armistead, So bowles Dolman started off as the team of the season. They're just they've just been smashing everything. Yeah. But Lizzie Armstead, who won Stride Bianchi last week, had to pull out um, about a third of the way through because or two thirds of the way through because she had a migraine.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is not uh, not the most fun way to spend a race. So.
1: Oh God, can you imagine? I can't imagine. No. Oh, no. It's bad enough going upstairs with a migraine.
0: I. I going upstairs, oh god I mean I can barely go to the fridge to get a beer when I've got a migraine
1: <laughs> so funny so yeah, so Glenta they were, lots of various early action, but the big action happened on the final stretch of column, cobbles 60 kilometers to go and um, massively fast, massively furious riding um, and Anna van der Bregger was leaving and as she came out, as she pulled out of the the cobble section, like the 90 degree angle onto another small road. She just managed to get a little tiny gap. And shit. And she was joined by there was a Bragan with Chantal Black from Bowls on her wheel, scrambling to get up there, Gracie Elvin and Trixie Warwick, um Gracie from oraca Trixie from Canyon Stram. And I was watching this with a friend on Twitter, like we just kept going back to look at what happened because They got this tiny Tiffany Cromwell was Keith said that Tiffany Cromwell was on Warwick's wheel and she just took it a little tiny bit slower. She took the corner a little tiny bit slower to kind of help her teammate. And that was it. They had this gap. There's four up the road.
0: Um, isn't that isn't that amazing though? Where it's just that little thing where it's not even it's not even a case of like necessarily a touch of the brakes. It's just sort of half wheel you know, like like you know, stop spinning for a second and just just
1: yeah, exactly. Cruise, cruise
0: through the corner and just let it let it let it happen, and then just yeah. just look around and go, oh, sorry guys, I had no idea. Yeah.
1: But the but the fascinating thing is just behind that set of riders had been four wiggle high fives. With wow. Emma Johansson, because Emma Johansson had been right up there. I think Elisa had been right up there. So I thought, because what then what you have is you have this group of 20, like the cobbles section completely destroyed the, you know, completely yeah. strung out the peloton, there's gaps and stuff. But turning this corner, and this is what um, I think, I, every time I interview a rider about this, and I spoke to Luz Hunnawijk the other week about this, about, about um, Trenta, and she was saying that you know it's it's the cor- the corner and everyone says this that the corners and the going into the bits and going out of the bits are actually the bits where you can win. Yep. And and this this gap, this tiny, you know, coming out of the cobbles, you've got a group of twenty behind, and then you've got a group of, and then you've got other, you know, other groups on the road, and it's like shit. Only four teams have made the break.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh, oh it just gives me shivers thinking about it. It was just. Like, wow, like, what an amazing thing! So, you've got this group of 20, and all four Wiggle Honda ride, Wiggle High Five riders who are still there. So, it's Emma Johansson, uh, Amy Peters, Elisa Longo Borghini, and Chloe Hosking. Yep, yep. And they're on the front and they are driving the chase. Now, normally Drenta is full of wind, and it was quite disappointing that this week's week. A couple of years ago, um, the the last strength of race was canceled due to appalling weather. Cause it was just mm. terrible all the way through. Yeah. Like yeah. snow. Yeah. Weather, like it was that like...
0: insanely cold spring. It was. Yeah.
1: yeah. This year it was just like, it was the unperfect classics weather. you know, like when you go, to <laughs> go for a ball.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it was, it, it was the perfect weather for, you know, anyone who wanted to go for, a, for example, a club ride. You yeah. Know.
1: Yeah. That, sunny, calm, no wind, yeah, sunshine, yeah. not too cold. But Drenta is normally known for absolutely howling gales and echeloning, so I was like, well, surely they'll these four wiggle high fives will be able to get that group of four back because you know four against four, and they're in a group of twenty, but in that group of twenty, you had all the other four bowls Dolmans riders left in the race, oh like li- literally fourteen of the other twenty riders, so so sorry so there's four but there's four Bowles, Dolmans. yeah. Then there's only like six riders. Sorry sorry, four week high five. there's only six riders out of twenty that aren't Bowles, Babo, Orica, Canyon.
0: Shit. Shit. And so there's it, so if you bring it back, you're just setting these teams up anyway.
1: Well, well there was Shelley Olds from Silence. There yep. was an Anna, um Anna Maria Giulia Confan from Lensworld Zanetta. Zenata. Uh, I can't remember, um Era Slapendel from UHC. Right. Uh no. Willa Cook Knoll, who I don't know, sorry, Willa Cook, I've forgotten where she's from, maybe live, uh, maybe maybe somewhere else, and uh, Carmen Small and Yoel Newmanville from uh, Savella Bigler. Right. And then the rest, so what you've got when we were looking at it is these four wiggle high five riders on the front doing the chase, this massive blockade of Bowles and Rabo and Canyon, and then the other, like, other ride, you know, other solo riders basically just sat at the back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a clear political statement, isn't it? It's, oh. it's like it's like everyone's, you know, like like the big teams are going. That's our fucking break. They're allowed chase. If you help, we will remember. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but the thing that I found really frustrating, the interesting thing was, so Wiggle, a working, working, chasing, chasing. Yeah. I mean, their morale is rock bottom oh it would have yeah. to be
0: because i mean one you're kicking the shit out of yourself for missing a break and i mean geez look at um you know you've got Chantel black uh trixie warwick anna vander you know already gracie. Oh, yeah and gracie but already like you get through two of out of four of those names and and your instincts are going chase yeah,
1: know, yeah yeah like, like, yeah exactly <laughs> like,
0: like you can't even make it through the full list before you're like no chase that chase that
1: yeah. And Van de Bregger and Block have both been on the podium before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and Trixie Warwick, so you're sitting there going, Okay, well, Chantal Blarch is on amazing form. Um she won Le Samin uh the, you know the, yeah. The, 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 a little bit a little bit before. Um and Bowles Dolman and but uh, she was second in um second in Strade Bianchi, I think on the omelette, second in Omnipet Noisblad, and Bowles Dolmans are on this crest, this wave, they're just like they're just surfing the wave of confidence. Yeah van de is the giro winner she won the course she's 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 a super strong rider she's obviously feeling her form Mm. great Mm. trixie warwick always one of the cleverest riders in the world like like you know never never pretty much never the fastest in the group always the can always the um but she's uh, the tactician
0: she's the yeah exactly like you're always going to pay attention to what she's doing
1: yeah and then gracie elvin dark horse yep i was well, I think that Chantal's got the fastest sprint out of that bunch. But then Jesse Braverman was rem- was saying that. Remember, Gracie Alvin won a stage of the Bay Creds in Australia, and Gracie was up, has been up there. There's something about this year that yeah, Gracie like
0: is ju- this year is starting to really tick for Gracie. It's you know, I don't want to jinx her by over overstating anything, but. Um, it, you definitely I I've seen you know, since she had that win, her first, you know, um European win last last season, you know, mm. I I just think it's you know how riders talk about that confidence that you get from that? You know, you can just see it. So
1: Well I think it's also that she's also with Anna Johansson leaving Orica while Annemiek van Vleuten's there, I think that they've said to Gracie, You can ride for yourself. Hmm. So I think she's got a different role this year and she's taken that chance to ride for herself Yeah, and just grabbed it, you know, like, yeah, I'm having this. And she's been, she and Leah Kirkman have been my really, you know, they're the, you know, like how every year there's riders who step up. Yep. Yep. And, and last year, Eleanor Cicchini was one of them, for example. And, and every year there's riders who step up and Gracie Alvin and Leah Kirkman are, are you're like, what well, you know, if you just stopped here, I mean, obviously they're both, you know, obviously you know gracie will want wins she'll want to keep going but like like gracie's palmares are looking really nice yeah and she's just looking like a yeah so so you're like yeah so you've got those things so wiggle high five are chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing and and i've got to say it did look like bowls and rabo were winding them up, doing a bit of psychological warfare
0: yeah well hey color me shocked
1: i mean Rummy. they i think i think this is where someone was saying about club runs because you just had like uh you know uh, um uh, a romey casper with like a big sharky grin you know like like the kind of grin that you think a big shark has on its <laughs> face just before it bites your leg <laughs> off when it's when when you're surfing away happily on your beach and, the, and there's a and there's a shark sitting on the bottom of the sand looking up at you and going ha <laughs> ha yes you're going to be very delicious. So yeah. So um. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That's what I thought happened. And um, yeah, and yeah. And well, and, I mean, high five. Stop chasing.
0: Well, and and this the thing is, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they? I mean, of course you're going to to be like, oh, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, by, by all means, bring our entire team back. That's great. Thank you. Appreciate the help. Yeah,
1: yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, who's, who, who, who should attack? If, if yeah. they do bring them back, who wants to go next? Oh, I think it should be you. No, you've done it too often. I think you should give it a go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly. awesome.
0: Exactly, you know, and, oh. and, and just do that. And then because it does, it puts Wiggle in that position of, you know and, and as you say i mean ultimately and again i'm not surprised by that either they they yeah. stop chasing because you've got to ask that question you've got to go okay so no one is going to work with us the bulk of the riders in the, in our group have no motivation to work with us because they've got riders up the road we can spend all of our effort getting it back maybe or we can hold on and try and you know get some uci points and and place well in the in the sprint you know for the cleanup yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and I think the thing that was interesting, too, is Wiggle got a lot of criticism on Twitter for, you know, for missing the break and blah, 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 and for not managing it. However, I do think that some of that criticism also goes for the riders, you know, the six, the six non-Wiggle riders, because while I was thinking, so there's a past me thinking, like, are Rabo and Bowles doing a literal physical blockade and stopping people getting past yeah, but one of the riders at the back is Iris Slappendale. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's who is just a consummate ruler, and I think can always move through the pack.
0: Yeah, is always going to be able to find room if slash when she needs to. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, was- and and it's it's just that thing, you know. It, it's also um that that group dynamic because again you can see other teams making the choice okay we'll let wiggle take on the work they'll burn themselves out but you know if they bring us back great if not you know whatever but you're right like that's that's got to be you know everyone's got to share that responsibility then because if they're making the choice not to help with the chase then they're also making the choice to improve the risk of the chase not succeeding
1: yeah exactly exactly so although wiggle lost the race coming out of that corner you know, by missing the, by missing the well, Yeah, So did, all so those did those, everyone those else. The, exactly. yeah, And those other, and then, then you've got teams that never even made the front group. So, you know, never even made the front chase group yeah. at that point. So it's kind of like, I don't want to, I mean, you know, I did laugh. I thought it was hilarious and I'm sorry, wiggle, wiggle high five. It was just spectacular. Yeah. You know, it was well, just, I mean, it was just... like a classic example of, it was a classic example of team of, 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 of of you know this tiny gap you know when you're looking at it from the heavy shots
0: yeah
1: and from the front bike shots it's a tiny gap but it just becomes yeah it
0: just... It, it, exactly i mean it's a it's a laughter more of delight than hilarity really because you're recognizing that 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 was it that was the moment you know like oh, you, you just especially. saw you just saw the thing and you know it it's the bit that the whole race turns on as it turns out mm-hmm. and you know and
1: cool is it to see that as well because you know and that's the thing
0: so often when we're reduced to just seeing highlights we don't get to see those little moments
1: yeah and the actual two minute video footage that Arte Vedrenta put together that was distributed started on that moment you know it started with them coming out of the cobbles and that moment where they missed it and it was just like you're like this is literally two minutes 30 seconds and you've shown us everything and it's just like I, again, this is a tiny... renter is a tiny, tiny, tiny TV channel. They're not like... You know they're not they're not like um, they're not like Eurosport or Rai or SBS or something like that. You know they don't yeah. have, they don't do this every Yeah, they week. don't have
0: huge resources, but yes, exactly. But and they've obviously
1: got they've obviously bought in a bloody good team to look at it.
0: Well, and, and they're part of why I get so cranky at those bigger organisations when they yes. don't do a good job because shit like showing you how the break formed and you know important moments in the race isn't beyond comprehension of. <laughs> Of an average, uh, you know, video person. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, the, the the commentary in Dutch was done by Adrie Visser, who won the first. Actually, it was two thousand and seven that it was the, became a World Cup, and that's and Adrie Visser won it. You know and how you know? So how cool is that? They've picked a commentator who knows it inside yeah. out and upside down, and has won on these roads.
0: Awesome. So anyway, so, we've got we've got our group of four up the road. Then, um, you know, the chats I- behind is is ultimately uh you know doomed because we all have to give it up um so what happens on the the run into to the finish then
1: well i was actually quite surprised because i was expecting out of the <laughs> shams of larkana van der bregg and tricks and gracie elvin that people that riders would have attacked more yeah. out of it because you know but but you know i was just expecting it to be that classic right we've got into the last loop yeah. i'm going you're going i'm going you're going yeah, punch, but it yeah, but I don't. What I couldn't work out was whether they just had the speed so high that, that no they one could
0: attack, or yeah,
1: or whether it's just that they were all backing themselves in the sprint, because that's a really evenly matched group. Um, it was.
0: This... I I found it super interesting watching the the that last lap because uh, particularly that, and I mean obviously I've got um, a, a degree of bias in favour of Gracie for you know nationalistic reasons. Um, you know, uh, but I was I was super interested watching the manoeuvring around that that last little part of the last lap, just for exactly as you say. Like, it's a reasonably, I mean, yeah, Chantel is probably the one that you'd predict with the best sprint, but it's it's a reasonably open sort of question, and mm-hmm. yeah. And there were a couple of and they're all very kids. clever
1: i i i i was i was really expecting i was expecting anna van der breggen to just launch some kind of lunatic attempt mm. as TT home anna she's got she's not she you know like when we talk about clever riders, van der breggen isn't like the kind of Trixie warwick smart canny um you know she's got a different kind she just backs herself, you know that's what that's how how, how like, described her you know she yeah. just trusts herself and she trusts her power whereas You've got kind of like someone like Trixie, which we see in um, Ladies to Qatar as a classic example, will just make like little tiny surprising moves and like, ah, shit. And then Chantal Blart is a classic star. And I'm so happy because last, you know, she didn't really get to ride so many races last year. And I'm just mad happy to see her. And she's also, of course, racing for a place in the Olympic team.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: So, yeah, so. Yeah. So, what did you like best about Gracie? Oh, look,
0: my my favorite bit—it's coming into like the last two or three corners into into the the final sprint to the the finish, and um, there was this little moment where um, Trixie was in third position, and Gracie—well, Gracie was in third, but she sort of drifted back behind Trixie, and I, I, you know, honestly, I was like a little concerned. I was like, oh, Gracie, you can't afford to to drop back here. Um, because, you know, it is going to kick off any second now, and you've got to be in the right spot. And then there's this, just this tiniest, you know, it's similar to when when Tiff went through that corner and just sort of left that little bit of room for them to get away in the first place. There's just this, this tiniest little sliver of time where, um, you know, Chantel and Anna are focused on each other, Trixie sort of looks in their direction, and Gracie just slides to the left and shoots off, um and and through the second last corner and has a little bit of a gap and um and it it didn't work in terms of winning the race but it was a really really smart move and for the rider who i would have said out of that group of four needed a move like that it was really Mm. well executed and i thought it was you know i mean yeah like it it didn't ultimately work out but but i was really impressed by it
1: yeah that, that that moment where you kind of slide back so that you can shoot forward
0: yeah yeah exactly. it's is
1: such a classic and i really enjoyed in that last bit trixie warwick she had like her head on one side she was looking a bit tired and i was like sandbag sandbag
0: <laughs> and um yeah so and uh, i
1: don't think any other rider would go oh i wonder how trixie's feeling she's looking a bit tired oh well that's all right we don't have to worry about her none of those three riders would <laughs> think that
0: no no and so, yeah, Gracie sort of shot off and um, and it took everyone a fraction of a second to realise and, and start to chase her. It gave her, I don't know, maybe five metres at, at a point in time. Um, but Black was the one who was clearly strongest chasing her down and actually managed to overtake her.
1: Um... Oh, that was going into the final corner. Yes, because yeah, yeah. she attacked. Because basically how it works is... You have this final three kilometers. So it's got something ridiculous, like nine corners or something, or like ninety degree corners. And and the final corners at about ooh, I want to say 400, 400 meters to yeah, go. Like so that. Gracie starts her sprint coming into the final corner yeah. rather than in the final sprint run. And it's like, and she managed to drop Warwick and Evander um, Bregan. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for her, she couldn't drop Chantel Black. It yeah, was just yeah. glorious and wonderful. And just, and just came just, over the top and her, so powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And Black had been on the front, like Black had been on the front in, in the penultimate cobble section. She'd been second wheel all the way through the cobble. She rode that race beautifully. Yeah. You know, she yep. she was just obviously feeling amazing form she loves that race she's dutch she's you know it's she's been on the podium before she was hungry for it and she took her chance and just all hats off to bowls Dolmans because you know i did think oh if bowls wins it'll get a bit boring no no (laughs) No, it wasn't
0: no they they found a way to to both win and keep it interesting for us playing along at home so you know all credit to bowls um as i say i i just loved gracie's move leading into that not taking anything away from chantal's you know, win. I mean, she was great. You know, she counted the move, was like you say, just so strong and forceful. It was it was beautiful racing. Really good to watch. But a well deserved second to Gracie yeah. for that.
1: Yeah, and Trixie Warwick third. And and to be honest, any of those four, there was something to love about any of those four yeah, winning. Totally. And that's what I the kind of cycling I love when when you just when you don't have any You know, you're just happy for them all. Like, obviously, you know, you've got your uh, you've got your favourites and you've got like but you know, any of those four is a worthy winner. Yeah. So Marta Bastianelli from Ali Cipollini. Ali Cipollini had missed the front move, but once Wiggle High Five had just sat back, then the second chase group joined them. So which included Ali. And this is again, it's like, well, you know, we can't. That's quite good for Ali, actually. You know, um, Marta Bastianelli came uh, fifth. Well minute 49th behind uh Shelley Olds was sixth, Flirtia Mackay from Lif seventh, Lauren Kitchen from High Tech eighth, Annamite Vlerton from Green Age ninth, and Leah Kirkman from Lif tenth. Yeah, yeah. And she said she won a television for coming tenth.
0: Oh really? For coming tenth? Wow, that's pretty cool.
1: How cool is that? And um obviously like Renda Van Drenta is famous for its adorable, brilliant prizes, like it just <laughs> has. It has, they're they're donated by, um, donated by local businesses. So they have, for example, you win, for example, a really posh floor. Yes. Yes. Um, you win piles of chocolate bunnies and cuddly toys. Uh, you win, uh, random houseware from electrical shops. Remember a couple of years ago, some Americans were saying it's sexist. They gave them toasters and vacuum cleaners. (laughs) And I don't, I think it was one of those cultural things. Whereas in, in Britain, in the Netherlands, if you give like a, a twenty-one, you know, someone who goes off to university, you give them a toaster and a vacuum. Well, you know, get they get their home at, for first house. You give them a vacuum cleaner, whether they're a man or a woman. Right. Especially in the Netherlands, and the men and the women get exactly the same prizes because there's a men's race later on after the women's run. Development, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. So this year they won, like, you know, sometimes you can win like things. One year the men and the women won hair straighteners and a barbecue. Um, yeah, you just win piles of random stuff.
0: Which you know, who doesn't want piles of random stuff? Like honestly, isn't that love, the whole I, reason? Isn't that the whole reason that they started racing in the first place?
1: Well, I'd rather they won piles of random money, but um, <laughs> you know, here's a pile of euros, here's a pile of pounds, here's some Australian dollars. You know, no, 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 epic.
0: no, you don't want those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, you need something to kind of wrap the other ones up in, I guess. Um,
0: <laughs> All ours are <of> coins. <laughs>
1: What like I what? So you have like a two hundred dollar coin? No, no one's got that much money here. I thought I thought everything costs two hundred dollars. I thought it was like two hundred dollars for a bottle of wine.
0: Wine, wine's for fancy people. We don't have that here.
1: <laughs> well, when you're paying your giant, when you're paying your rent on your enormously, you know, your beautiful Bondi Beach uh, I, I,
0: I don't feel like this is an appropriate forum to talk about how I pay my rent. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so, um, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Team Tipco, who started the race having four of their bikes being nicked.
0: Oh, yeah, such shit. Oh.
1: Well, this is one of those things, isn't it, where, where we are in the world where there are gangs of bike thieves who are specifically targeting racers. Yeah. And basically what you probably need apparently they were they they got four of the bikes but they're they're from a from a locked garage that they were staying in they you know they'd rented a house for for, for the week and apparently the dog next door scared off the burglars when they only got four bikes
0: <laughs> right right so, so basically go.
1: what you need is a giant dog you need like a yeah. slappy doberman pincher to well, sleepy i say, van.
0: just wait just wait teams will start getting team dogs for sure for sure, I would.
1: Can you imagine some of the bike riders' happiness if they had a team dog? Oh,
0: how good would it be? Like, yeah, man. Did I'd you have... see
1: Chloe Hoskins' tweets the other week about how she was very upset because she did this this test that told you what kind of breed of dog you got, and her dogs were all these kind of slightly weird, fancy, hairless breeds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't she get, like, um, like, and didn't she keep trying, but she kept getting, basically, like, what do they call them, handbag dogs?
1: Yeah, she got you handbag You know, like dogs- the <laughs> dogs
0: that you carry around yeah so
1: then she so then she then she got all her teammates to do it to see what they got and they all got amazing dogs (laughs) (laughs) they got things like you know they've got things like basque shepherd dogs and amazing little terriers and you know and bulldogs and 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 huskies and yeah and i think it actually made her feel worse
0: yeah yeah well
1: chloe hosking handbag dog girl
0: poor poor chloe um you know Um,
1: speaking of chloe Did you see the Wiggle high-five video after the race?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. I I mean, this is very similar. We talked about, was it last week or the week before? Wiggle had that, you know, quite...
1: It was in February, Qatar.
0: Okay, so the week before. Um, (laughs) I'm just joking about how quickly the year's going. It didn't work, sorry. Um, (laughs) You know, but a very, very honest sort of video, you know, and clearly this is something that they're doing more of this year where they're, they're sort of... Pulling back the blinds and just giving you that that you know very very um, I don't want to say um, completely unrestricted view, but but a very very it's still open.
1: mediated, yeah. It's, it's still, still a mediated, mediated it, view.
0: It is still mediated, but it's still it's also that said way more open than anything else I'm, I'm aware of. You know, like
1: yeah. I mean, back in back in back in um, Qatar, Qatar, yeah. They they had this thing about uh uh how to put it um they had this thing about uh don't um about they they about Agon van Kessel saying that was the biggest disaster day of my yeah I've seen it was terrible yeah and then the next stage Chloe won yes and it was a and it made it was a really compelling narrative arc.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: like, in terms of saying, yeah, we couldn't do it, and and we, we and then we did do it. Well, exactly, and it was, and
0: it was that classic three-act thing, wasn't it, where it was, like, opening act, we're full of promise, have a disaster, overcome disaster to win, you know? Like, it's, yeah. you know, it was a beautiful, like you say, narrative arc. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. then then to to see this video then after Drentha, and, you know, as we've just discussed, you know, they... Found themselves, yeah, they missed the break. They found themselves in a a very, very difficult situation tactically, and so it's super interesting watching Rochelle sort of one on one with each of the riders, asking them for their view on it, and then you know get that glimpse of the the team meeting at the end of the day where they're just unpicking it, and and you know there is no happy ending to this particular video. You know the story is still ongoing.
1: Yeah. And the thing that was fascinating, 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 fascinating to me was how close that video could have been to being very negative, a very, very negative, you know, thing, because, you know, it had like, what I found, fact. there was a bit where you had like Emma Johansson and and Amy Peterson, and we just weren't riding for us as a team, we weren't riding as a team. And Rochelle standing there and going, "Yet, yeah, we're not riding as a team yet. Mm, mm. And that was the bit, and there were these little moments where, I thought shit this is actually quite bad am I happy am I am I happy seeing the team post their criticize some of them publicly but then the fact that Rochelle is saying yet
0: yeah and 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 the fact it was that super interesting wasn't it you know like you say you know she's saying yet and and then she's reminding them we had the same thing last year it took us a couple of races to to get it all working because yeah. you know we've got a complicated roster and stuff like that and yeah. and it was very interesting because Rochelle, I think, inhabited this really interesting space in the video as well because she sort of starts off, you know, and there's a couple of moments where she's like basically playing the the host, you know, explaining we're at this race, this is what's going on. And she's also sort of playing the interviewer a bit with these discussions with the team. But you also see her slip into team owner manager role, you know, with that moment and where it's it's just that it's that gentle hand, it's that gentle guidance. Um, which I think you're 100% right is is what, you know, like, well, I mean, I guess the example I would use as a counterpoint is like, look at British cycling who completely fucked that sort of thing up and just throw their riders under a bus at the first sign of, of any difficulty, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're right, it could, have, it could have been like one of those videos that we were discussing going, oh, shit, they probably shouldn't have put that out. But I think actually it works more than it doesn't, you know.
1: Yeah, and the bit at the end, when Elisa Longo Borghini, I mean, because it's interesting because you had Amy Johansson saying we weren't riding the team, and Amy Peters saying we weren't riding the team, and Chloe Hosking saying I saw the move get away, and then you have Ellen, then you have Elisa, Elisa saying, I take responsibility for it.
0: Yeah, and yeah,
1: I I had a lump in my throat about that because she's so. Passionate, and it's like she didn't have to. Like she could have, you know, like because it's. I always find it quite interesting. Well, and then it was as a team.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then Amy Peters pipes up almost straight away and goes, "No, you can't say that because it wasn't you." And and Elisa's like, like, "No, I had the legs. I could have made it." You know, and 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 it's just like wow, and yeah, and you almost you get that kind of little bit of a lump in the throat where you're like, oh shit, this is the moment where they become a team.
1: Yeah, well it was I mean it's it's a very it's a very daring move. It's a very brave yeah. move for Michelle to do this stuff. I mean when she and, and I kind of was wondering whether she had some kind of superstitious thing about it, it worked in it worked <laughs> in the tie, you sat, the next day you win the race. Um but yeah, but it's the sort of thing that's gonna make the season so much more interesting, the narrative arc so much more interesting because we've seen this raw and
0: that's the thing that I think is actually particularly smart about it is that when we're, you know, we're at a point in the life of of women's road cycling where, with the World Tour, um, the UCI has shown more commitment and more practical commitment than it has in recent memory to helping me to raise the profile of the sport and lift it. So I Absolutely. think it's actually a really canny move on Rochelle's part to to take this bit of a risk and show this this you know much more open look at the the inner lives. And working of the team, Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I'm still surprised that more teams don't do videos. Yeah. Oh, but did you did you see the silence team introduction video this week? No,
0: I didn't actually.
1: (laughs) You you'll have to I'll have to show it to you because it was like some cool little. it was like almost like like the kind of monkeys meets reality TV show. Oh God. Like Some really cool, like some really indie hip reality TV show slash the monkeys. The way that they introduce each, you know, with that little clip with their name under them, and they're all like, you know, sorry. kind
0: of you can a little bit just, of their personality. I'm sorry, my, my brain exploded when you're like some indie hip reality. I'm like that that like what is that like Beards of Bristol or something? I don't. Even- <laughs> What the There's fuck is thumb. that? <laughs> like, I, I don't even. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. Hey. Um. So, like, that was Drentha. Um. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's just talk for another hour about Drenthe. I think that's great. That's, that's exactly what we need to do. I don't think 50 minutes is enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe, yeah, like I'm enjoying this a great deal, but maybe we should move on to the next race. Well, the test. next
1: race, which was also in Drenthe.
0: Yes, yes, true.
1: The Drensa Act. Drense you might remember, so, so last year basically it used to be the Drense came first it's sprinty, yep. then you'd have the Ronde Van Drense then you'd have a Novel on Euro Cup which traditionally used to like try and get as many laps of the um vanberg as they could, but this year Drense is is, um, they've got rid of Novel on Euro Cup which is very sad. Drense Acht you might remember is the race where last year Lauren Rowney, a spectator grabbed her handlebars in the final
0: sprints. Yes, sprint. yes and um, you know it was a horrific accident and the footage is terrible and you know, um, it's not a it's not a moment I wish to to relive. To be honest, I'm sure Lauren doesn't wish to relive it either.
1: This year, there was a ton of media coverage of the race for a very different reason, and that was because it was the return of Mariana Voss to the peloton.
0: Indeed, and to to racing now, as as most of you probably know, she was out with injury for most of last year, and um and this was her first race in ten months, I think it was.
1: Yeah, and ah. Oh. Anyway, we kind of it's a it's a it's a sprinty race. Normally, it, there's a lot of wind, and sadly, there wasn't. But this year, we ended up with a chase with a group of ten, with Mariana Voss in it.
0: Which you know, for your first race back after nearly a year off the off the bike, competitively speaking, is not too shabby.
1: Yeah, and I guess Gracie Elvin up in that group again.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. You-
1: um, Lea, uh, Christine Mayerus and uh, Megan Guarnier for um Bowles Dolmans, Leah Kirchman for Liv Planter. um Mariana Voss and her teammate Anouska Costa from Rabobank, uh Tiff Cromwell for Canyon, yep. Chloe Hosking and Emmy Johansson for Wiggle, looking for some revenge, Cora Rivera for UHC, oh Kasia Paulaska for Bowles Dolmans, because hey, let's have three of them in there. <laughs> Why not? And Alexis Ryan also up there for with Tiff for um uh for Canyon Stram, but this show, there's various attacks. One of my favourite things was watching Twitter and the last couple of, like maybe at the three kilometre attack point to go, Mariana Voss attacks. <laughs> I have missed seeing that in my Twitter <laughs> screen. Oh my god, Mariana Voss attacks! I'm so happy. um Yeah, it was, and 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 doing that Mariana Voss thing where that very happy I can attack. And if I get away, that's wonderful. But if not, Anouska's right there because yeah. she was like yeah. very. She's been very open about the fact she's not on the, on her top form yet. And you know, Mariana loves riding for her teammates. Absolutely, absolutely. So, although yeah. you
0: also know, you also know that Mariana's going to be saying she's not on her top form all the way through to the moment she steps onto the top step of the podium at the Olympics.
1: <laughs> oh God, that would be. You know, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's one of those races where looking at that group, there are so many riders I'd have been super happy to see win. Yeah. But obviously, the, and it's very hard to know what happened. But in the last couple of kilometres, obviously those attacks, because there's lots of really strong, actual pure sprinters in that group. But in those obvious, but clearly those, the the rabid, the massive chase, you know, massive chase through it. And the final sprint ends up being contested by Seven and won by Lair Kirkman, from Canadian rider from Niflanta, yeah. with Christy mayerus. Of bowles Dolmans in second because there's always got to be, always a, ball. be a balls so,
0: apparently yeah
1: and Aluska Costa in third. Rubber, yeah. And yeah. Massive massive congrats to Kirkman. She's been having a wonderful season. She started yeah. her Euro season fourth in Het Noisblad, second in Tielta Winger, then she was tenth in Strada Bianchi, tenth in the Ronde of Drenthe, and this was her first European win.
0: Which you know super exciting and yeah big congrats to Leah
1: huge congratulations and um just you know what a what a wonderful wonderful you know it's just great seeing riders step up and i um, my favorite lair kirkman moment was when she won the canadian itt road and crit champs all in the same week yeah and then yeah. she was um in 2014 and she was also on the podium at the first la course and she had a bit of a downer year i think last year and but yeah lift Planter is obviously suiting her really well getting to race is obviously suiting her really well massive congrats too to Anuska Costa who's just glorious mm. um you know really strong young rider she's a she she was the best young rider in the um in the in the ladies tour of qatar yep um and, and yeah
0: and congratulations to all of us because we're about to see a whole series of Rabo doing really cool shit with tactics and boss so
1: Oh, have you missed Rabbi doing a whole load of sh- cool shit with tactics <laughs> and boss? Because I have really missed
0: it. It's one of my favourite board games.
1: <laughs> Rabbi do cool shit with tactics and boss.
0: I admit it's not the easiest name, but it means everything.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the opposite of cards against humanity, isn't it?
0: <laughs> we should actually, this is an off season project for us, we should make a, a cycling scenario. A cycling board co- game. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Cycling, cycling cards so, against humanity. Yeah, yeah.
0: So like, you've got a break with Trixie Warwick, uh, Anna Vanderbregge, Gracie Elvin. Oh. <laughs> you know, and and you've got four riders. You know, what do you do? And uh, yeah.
1: Attack clearly. Can <laughs> like, like you imagine how many attack cards we'd have to make? Like it would be like you know,
0: you're... Yeah, but you've got to roll the dice. Then you know how many hit points does you know your attack does not succeed. Uh. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, so... we can nerd this up so hard, because yeah. because we haven't done that yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm amazed that after after coming up to three years of podcasting, there are still depths of nerdery that you and I haven't <laughs> played together. <laughs> like why haven't we written a cycling um, graphic novel, for example? <laughs> What else? We've we've missed the opportunity. We've also got to have a cycling role playing game. (laughs) It's you know what it is though. There's too
0: much racing. We don't have time.
1: Oh, that's it. That's (laughs) so yeah. um, Other racing that's been happening. We've had three stages of no, four stages of the um, Cape Epic. Literally the only officially epic um, race. It's it's an eight stage mountain bike. Adventure race. Yeah. Literally, they ride through rivers in South Africa <laughs> and over an incredible South African landscape. It's endurance. It's wonderful. It's um, got some live streaming. It's got great live coverage. Um, the prologue yeah. was won by Linda Groot and Jenny senahag from Eskendis, who also won stage one and were in the lead. But you know, they were beaten by last year's winner in stage two Annika Langbard and Ariane Kleinhams who also won the stage three and are basically stomping all over that race um like happy like the happy people that they are um yeah and leading and generally enjoying themselves in a kind of slightly aggressive let's 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 burn up some mountain biking you know joy it's great it's a lovely race and I recommend you follow it um, the other thing I recommend you follow is the Paracycling Track World Championships. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Hey, there. am
0: I right? They're actually going to be shown live.
1: They are. Well, I don't know if it's live or if it's like, but there's over an hour and a half of coverage Well, okay. So twice.
0: even if it's not live, there's actually going to be video of it, which is great.
1: Yeah. And this is amazing because when they first announced the Para Track Worlds for 2016, when they announced this two years ago, it was going to be in an outdoor track in South Africa in Pietermaritzburg. And which is like hard enough anyway to race in, outdoor, race, in, race in outdoor tracks. You know, you don't have the banking, you don't have the thing. But also, when you're racing in the wind and you're a paracyclist who might already have issues with balance or issues with, you know, with, with strength racing on an outside track is not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or when yeah. off it rains, it's just not on. It's just not on. And I was so cross. And so it's lovely to see that we're actually in Monte Chiari in Italy. And Rice Sport is showing us an hour every day. You know, again, like, like we don't have the power sport is basically the, um, the, 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 the Cinderella of, of the UCI. They don't have, um, every other event has like Tissot live ticket, live timing and Tissot timing doing their results. And yeah, it's it's like you're sitting there going, "Oh, this is depressing." And then I was just looking on the race right schedule and saw that we got live <laughs> streaming. Oh my god! So yeah, yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm really happy, and I recommend you watch it. On Sunday is the uh, the the, the um, tandem sprinting, all the skills of track sprinting on a tandem.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! It's
1: so lethal oh god when they when they're up on the top of the bank to banking doing track stands when they swoop down it's just like you're like oh did you not die
0: yeah yeah oh my god
1: um so and um, the other race to follow on sunday is the 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 third round of the track world uh, sorry the third round of the um road world road world tour the women's world tour which is um alfredo binder i'm going to try an experimental can i commentate do commentary just based on tweets
0: right well i'm sure i'm sure well you know what i reckon it can
1: yeah, if you want to find out, tune in. I'll put it all on the site, There at the time. There's amazing. Binder is wonderful. It's got that little small lap. Um, they Basically, they start off with a little run-in. Then they do a big loop, a big hilly loop. Where, do you remember Emma Pooley attacked and escaped and attacked and escaped and glorious, glorious solo win one year. And then they come in for four laps at this little loop around Chiqui... I can't say the word. Yeah. Siglio, um, which has a really nasty little climb and a really brutal technical descent. And it's all about all these different places that you can attack, and it kind of has an uphill finish at the ends, and it's just, you know, kind of flat um, uphill finish. And it's glorious. It's it's like it's like the races in this block of the world tour are just to die for. You know, you go Stale Bianchi, Binda. So, Stradivianchi, Drenta, Binder, Hent with is the new one, Ronde van Vlaanderen and then Flesh Like, oh my god, these races are glorious.
0: Oh, aren't they, though? Oh. Oh, I'm just... I need a moment. i just got to...
1: Have a happy smile. Just,
0: Just say that again, please. Just list that again.
1: So, Bianchi, White mm. Gravel Rose, mm. Trofea, Ronde van Drenta, Cobbles, and Man-Made Rubbish Dump Climb, mm. mm. Tro- Trofea, Binder... Verace Italian short <sighs> sharp climbs and technical descending,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I've feel slightly uncomfortable. Um, with <laughs> <laughs> which is all the Flandrian cobbles and climbs, Ronda van Vlandre and Flanders, the pinnacle of a lot of riders' classic season, and then Flesh Willon with the Murder Fui.
0: Awesome, awesome.
1: Isn't cycling the best sport in the world? It's
0: easily, easily, easily.
1: What else have we seen this week? Because we've seen quite a lot. Yeah, look, there's been heaps. Um, hey,
0: there's one cool thing that I saw, um, which is like, you know, it's not a super long read, but it's a really interesting read to me because it's um, this article that um, Single Track World um, published from a guy by the name of David Haywood, who... Cycling dude, um, obviously, because why else... Mountain we bike dude. Yeah. But... Um, he's basically written this sort of article of comparing his experiences in video game development. Cause it turns out that his day job is in video game stuff. And, um, and so he has written this really interesting sort of comparison as to the evolution of both, specifically in terms of the inherent sexism within the industries. Um, and it's, it's a really, really good read. um, And I I just, I found it very, very interesting um, for a whole bunch of reasons Um, because, you know, I work in a similar sort of space and am also allegedly a nerd. Um,
1: You do play one or two video games. You have been known... Not at the same
0: time. Jeez.
1: (laughs) You have been known to sit up all night playing video games.
0: That's only happened... I can't remember how
1: many times, but it's... You, you, you You hang out with your bros online and shit things. Stop.
0: I liked it better when you were trying to pimp me out, to be honest. Jesus. <laughs> um,
1: so anyway, I play video games too, so it's all right.
0: This, this article includes, um, you know, just some great lines, you know, things like, yeah, it's true, not all sexists are misogynist, but the depths of that horror doesn't happen in a vacuum. And so um you know, talking about the importance of the culture and how the culture can actually you know cement itself almost without people trying because they they just accept it as normal and and so you know he does this really good job of sort of unpicking that and just showing how um, important it is to you know and, and those those sort of things that a lot of the times people go, oh this is just political correctness, gone mad or, or whatever um, you know, he does a really good job of sort of explaining actually, you know what, it's not because that's that's a really little thing for you to change that over time will actually make a big difference to this whole scene.
1: Mm. And
0: yeah, so I would encourage people to to give it a look.
1: I mean, I, I always think it's brave that anyone writes about video games these days because it's just like, oh, yeah, God, probably, you know, like the, the horde of sea of sea lining gamer types. Even yeah. I feel like God, God, we just I've just said the word, they're like, appear <laughs> <laughs> it's like a halloween game yeah for no no you looked it, at a mirror like, and said so... it
0: five times and now you're going to die in a deluge yeah. of, in a deluge of well actually tweets i'm just trying to have a conversation <laughs> why are you being unreasonable oh good to
1: be fair <laughs> i'm just i'm
0: just asking questions and then i think you'll
1: actually find it's more like this but what about the men
0: yeah no no it's i'm just asking questions what about men what about if i murdered raped you you xxx you know like it's well
1: it's or or you could go the you could go the richard richard dawkins way of you know women are being women are being genetically mutilated in, in africa so why do you care about cycling you know
0: yeah exactly
1: anyway um tons of other things about gender and cycling i i really really enjoyed the manchester suffragette ride photos that i saw in the media with people um riding as suffragettes like like making that point between and it was really interesting because i saw that you know making the point between the role of bicycling in cycling in in women's liberation but also in class um in people being able to change their jobs and move class you know kind of kind of better themselves if you like in heavy inverted commas because of being able to have transport you know like you lived in a shitty little village and you could basically go and be a farmhand but actually you could cycle over here and do this better job that pays you more money yeah you know so it was lovely to see that and at the same time i saw that i saw this great piece about um how women pr- reclaim public space in india and it was talking about a lot of different things it was talking about um you know about being in public space as a woman in india um written by an Indian woman and one of the things it mentioned was a bike project that had basically by giving girls bikes kept them in school oh wow because they one of the things that stopped them being able to go to school with the school was you know this they they got to a certain point of education and the next school is a long way away and it's you know that there's been you know the, the the idea that people don't want them to be just like you know walking yeah in public yep. space but if you give them bicycles like the stats in it was amazing they just like had this massive jump between you know girls who are staying on in education staying on in education yeah just yep. because of bikes and we talk about this all the time every now and again you know um different projects around the world doing different things about using bikes in these very small ways you know but that have massive massive impacts on individual people's lives.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's I think, you know, given we've been talking a little bit over the last few weeks about, you know, diversity and representation in cycling coverage and and also the ways in which bikes get used outside of racing and I think it's so important to remember those things and and also I think in a way to be humbled by the power of that, you know, like it's, it's amazing to me that something as simple as providing bikes would change education standards, and then you know you extrapolate that out to the future and what kind of world that builds. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and people's opportunities. Yeah, and, and even like you know how how their children, you know, how exactly. Their children. Yeah. The yeah. flip side was I also read a piece last week about how to deal with street harassment as a female cyclist, and right, to, yeah, to, to general harassment and sexual harassment and it's like oh and I didn't agree with all of it because you know I think that this person's a little bit more um you know go in go hard than I am right but I, you know I, I I kind of feel that for some you know for a lot of women the, the choice to just just run away and report it is like or not even report it is like I it, that's a choice I'm never going to be negative about because right. you know it's yep. uh, it's you, you don't want to make you know the, the things it can make worse but that was a that was an interesting, you know, that's an interesting read. Interesting yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that was we talked about a lot was um, also on single track, single track world was Hannah Dobson's piece about the Jeff C, um mountain bike advert, and yeah. this is one of those things that I think is really interesting to like, you know, to have that video games article about because Jeff C it's like this mystery product oh what could it possibly be could it be a new bicycle wow um where you know where the girl is talking about how jeffsy is taking her boyfriend away from her
0: yeah yeah. and
1: and and the guy's like oh jeffsy understands me jeffsy's opened up all these new worlds to me and i was like thinking well maybe the advertising campaign will end with the girl trying out a Jeffy bike and going, wow this is amazing and like leaving her boyfriend but i don't think it's gonna end that way um God, and I hope this... so,
0: though. God, I hope but, so.
1: But all of this kind of led to something which Danielle Kosecki, who's a journalist in Australia, is doing, is collecting examples of cycling sexism.
0: Mm, mm.
1: For 2016, I think it's a thankless task and I think it's going to make <laughs> her very, very
0: depressed. Well, I think she's going to be busier than you know than she'd like to be, so yeah.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. if you have any examples of, of cycling sexism you want to share with Danielle, send them to cyclingsexism at gmail.com um and we've got the link to her collection so far it's like yeah
0: and do her add yourself a favor and check her collection before you send it to her because she's not going to need to get stuff she's already seen so like she's going to have enough new stuff to find so (laughs) you know don't don't accidentally send her stuff she's already posted um one thing that I found really interesting was um, the article from Wheel Women in response to Wade Wallace's article on Ella Cycling Tips about what he's learned from launching Ella.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think you see. I think you read it before he edited, before they edited it, didn't you? You
0: uh, read that
1: art- You read right, Wade yes. Wallace's. Yes. I So did. it started off with a slightly more contentious statement. Than was there when I read it
0: right, okay,
1: because they he did start off saying, no one else covers women's cycling, didn't he um yeah, well,
0: I mean i don 't know if it was quite that blunt, but it was pretty close to that blunt, and I was like,, mm, interesting story mate, interesting, <laughs> uh, I
1: think by the time I read it, it was like, yes, lots of other people are doing it, but we want to be different, yeah so it was slightly less the the thing I thought was so so Wade Wallace, obviously Ella's cycling tips has been going for about a year and a half. I was a little bit sad that he didn't mention the contribution of Jesse Braverman. Because well, particularly he was very, very in
0: helping, you know, actually get the thing launched and started. Well
1: Jesse Jesse launched Ella last year as the editor and she left last year. And I always think it's sad. I don't know why they left. I don't know the story behind her leaving. But like and Jesse's now working with Balls Dolmans and um and various other various other places. And it's kind of like you know what, when you brush them out of history, it, it, it's just sad. You know, I think it's just, just even if you don't like them anymore, be the bigger person and mention them, you know, like, 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 what does that do? So that left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, to be honest about the article. Yeah. And the other thing that left a slightly bad taste in, in the mouth was his point five that basically commenters on Ella cycling tips are much more male, Some, a, a small proportion of male commentators are much more aggressive and angry on Ella articles, and they are in Cycling Tips articles.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And so which, which which prevents women commenting, but then very complimentary to us in person. And this is the second time I've seen Wade address this issue. And I, part of it, part of it I really like that someone's addressing it and saying, look, this is the issue, this is what's happening, and not shying away from it. You know, that, that aggressive men make women yeah. less likely. And there's one commenter on the article who literally replies to every comment with a, you know, but women are shit type, type, yeah, type comment. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, what are you doing about it, man? This is the second time I've seen you talk about this. Yep, yep. And it's kind of presented as if it's like a done deal. And and I'm sure behind the scenes, they're working on it and trying to do it. And then when I said something about it, they were like, oh, please come on and comment, Sarah. Because I said, I well, this is why I don't comment on Ella and Tip. And they're like, oh, please come and comment. It's like, I literally have two... <laughs> Yeah. I don't have enough time in the day to argue with people yeah, who don't, yeah. you know, with with trolls. Basically, I have enough of that with my dad.
0: Well, oh, hey, thanks. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, I, just I, trolling. Yeah, I'd like to be. I'd like to be considered as in a slightly better box than just random. You are. Into you are troll dudes.
1: Yeah. Okay. You you are much more than yeah. a random. I'd actor. like
0: to be. I'd like to be known as the troll slayer. Thank you.
1: Um, Game of Trolls.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it, it's one of those things. I mean, I, it's no secret everyone knows comments on the internet are inherently broken and basically fucked. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I agree. Like, I think you've got to try stuff. Like, to me, like, yes, full credit to Wade for not shying away from the problem, noting it publicly, stating clearly what it is. Absolutely. But what I would have loved, what would have had me sort of standing and applauding would have been if that whole section had finished with, and that's why we're changing the moderating rules for Ella. And now you can only comment if blah, 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 and here's our three-strike policy and here's, you know, and or whatever, you know, and and just really just kind of nailed it.
1: Or just saying we're turning off a non-comments because lots and lots of places – Don't let you have anonymous comments. Don't
0: don't have anonymous comments or, you know, or if you're some dude, I don't care how good your rep is on the main cycling tips website. If you're the guy who comes on and goes, oh, but women aren't as fast as the men, fuck off. You're gone. Banned. Goodbye. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was interesting. I was talking to John Stevenson, who's an editor of, oh, God, I can never remember which one it is. I'm going to say Road CC, but it could be wrong. And he's been around a lot, around the cycling world a lot. And John was saying that if he was starting up a cycling website, a website tomorrow, he wouldn't have comments. Well,
0: look, honestly, I the, I know a number of not just cycling sites. Like, there are many sites, like, who don't have comments. Like, what's what's even the point? Comments don't get you anything except Flame Wars these days. Yeah you know like like really there's nothing there's there are very few places on the internet where you get constructive dialogue and pretty much everyone knows where those safe places are and go to them and don't tell anyone else because you'll ruin it so well
1: this you know. is like beautiful 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 podium cafe and podium cafe suffered a little bit because of twitter because a lot of people have migrated away from podium cafe onto twitter and it's not because podium cafe isn't good it's just that twitter's easier right
0: well yeah i mean i th- i think you, there's a lot of overlap in terms of um, you know you've met you met the nice people you know who they are and you've got instant access to them pretty much always, um, but yeah you know that's exactly what I mean. There are sites and places like Podium Cafe where they're really good at fostering and and managing and keeping really good community. Um, yeah. You know, and if, understand- you're, if you're a cycling fan and you're not already part of the cafe, I really do genuinely encourage you to 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 go lurk for a few days and then introduce yourself. And you'll get the warmest welcome in the cycling internet ever, yeah.
1: Uh, and and it's and they're just lovely, lovely people. And well, that's where I met you, so there are there are some,
0: yeah, there are exceptions that prove the rule. But you know, but, there's yeah. even a Dutch guy who hates that saying, so you know, yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah. it's um, yeah, anyway, so so yeah, so anyway, that was a long way of talking about the wheel woman response to waste. yeah, piece. yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't mean to just negative about about ways, yeah, I don't sorry, no, it. there was
0: a, there was. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of good in it as well, but it was it, there were a couple of points that sort of really stood out and and it was it was just it's very interesting. And also, did I you, think Did you
1: find the one that did you think the one that was quite interesting was about fans who aggregate their own media? <laughs> 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 what does he say? He says uh, what's the exact words? He's like um
0: Yeah, look, uh, whatever whatever it is he says I'm basically going to say, yeah, when your site relies fairly heavily on Sarah's <laughs> knowledge at various times for how to's and stuff. And is, is quite often shared her as one of your, your notes of the week that you don't get to complain too much about.
1: The, the, the female audience is extremely hot. The female audience is extremely hard to reach. The enthusiasts have gotten very savvy at aggregating the fragmented world of women's cycling coverage from dozens of sites, forums and social media, and don't necessarily look to us. I was like, is that, is that a diss?
0: <laughs> nah, nah I, I, I honestly, honestly don't see how it could be because
1: no, it's not. I was yeah, just that no. was just that was just me being British. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh right, right. I thought I thought it was only if they replied to an email with okay. But, um... <laughs> we're getting way too. Okay, way anyway, talk.
1: Slow. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so the... so on,
0: on Wheel women. Um, There was uh, like, obviously, they saw the article as well, Um, you know, and Tina, who runs the site, um, is a cyclist and and has started Wheel Women as a a business that she works on. And um, and so she wrote her response, basically, um, talking about her experience. Now, admittedly, um, the purpose for Wheel Women is slightly different to cycling tips. Um, you know, she's she's trying to build a um, community for women who don't necessarily want to race or, or whatever, you know, um, but just ordinary
1: want to women doing everyday cycling. Yeah, yeah basically.
0: exactly. You know, um, and and stuff. But it's just it's very interesting for her to talk about not just as a cyclist, not just as, a, a, um, you know, person with a, a website, but as a business owner. Um, talking about her business and and how she's going with that sort of stuff as well and um, and it is very very interesting read and I think she does a very good job again of being quite even-handed and fair to to Wade and, and his article um, but you know she also talks about stuff like you know um, bike shops offering services and stuff but not wanting to pay um, for for access to the, the Community that she has built.
1: Oh yes, yeah. she said she had that brilliant piece where she was talking about the number of organisations, media, media organisations, yep. uh, bike bike organisations, shops, businesses. Everyone, everyone wants her piece of her database, yeah. but no one wants to pay for it. Yeah, they want. To offer... Everyone wants her to promote stuff. For yeah, them, they want, no they want her to, to
0: promote their business, and they'll give like a ten percent discount or something. But she's, you know she she's literally built this organization out of nothing and and the value is in her members and if you yeah. want to partner with her you should partner with her you know but
1: like, also there's only so many jerseys you can use isn't there do you know what i mean like yeah, people do yeah. that to me every now and again and say hey you know can i send you some free 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 clothes and you could um you know you can yeah yeah uh, review them or, or can I do this? Yeah, we'll give you, like, we'll give you discounts on our shop. And it's like, well, <laughs> I don't need anything more. You know what I mean? I don't have, like, I'm not a mammal. I don't have, like, gallons of spare money. Well, actually, if I had gallons of spare money, I'd go to more races. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's- yeah, Exactly, you know. And so, you know, it, it's just really, I thought it was really nice to get that, you um, alternative perspective and and yes it is a slightly different business and a slightly different community but it's you know tina's written it up really well and and especially if you're a woman in australia who is into cycling but you know haven't found a home yet you should definitely check out will women
1: yeah Wheel women do amazing work they do amazing work and i love their photos i love what they do i love their diversity i love their kind of just fun community they're on twitter they're on their website just 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 have a look at them um, yeah they're just they're just great they're just like a load of women who really like bikes and they'll do things like teach you to change your punctures if you don't know how to they've got like you know they're not just begin they're not just entry level yeah especially like the stuff they've got about and the stories they've got about entry level riders who do fun things you know who kind of
0: reclaim the bike they just have a great time together you know it's like yeah do just check them out they're gonna be you know if you haven't found your place yet there's a really good chance that you'll find a place with wheel women for sure Got so. two
1: more two more Aussie things I wanted to mention. Yep. I did you read Lizzie Williams' piece on Oh depression? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's um, I mean, it's a it's a couple of weeks old now, but it's super interesting because she's talking about you know all sorts of aspects of her experience, you know, from from um her own issues with anxiety and stuff, but then through to like I found that whole section about going um and doing altitude um training really interesting yeah um
1: yeah it's it, it's it's a really raw piece and and it's like every time i just think it's and she talked because lizzie I'm, I'm interviewing her tomorrow um lizzie left was a very good junior left cycling became a teacher and um and a personal trainer and then came back to cycling she's in her 30s now and just her talking about and I've and it's kind of like being this little theme. I've talked to like Martina Brass and Luz Hunaweik about this, about who, about you know, about you know, just retiring, what it's like to retire. But they yep. obviously got to retire, you know, on their own terms, you know, at, at their own choices, and and they're doing, you know, they're doing other things, and you know, I don't think they're finding it a hundred percent easy. But do you know what I mean? It's different to kind of. Whereas Lizzie kind of talks about that, you know, and then the anxiety of coming back into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely
1: so yeah so yeah. i was yeah i i you know it's just it's it's fantastic um fantastic piece and there's another fan there's a lot of fantastic pieces around there's one this wonderful one by alexis ryan about choosing the rider she wants to be there's one by katie archibald about what the media coverage of her motorbike accident meant you know it's yeah. like, like and how it felt to have people you know calling her a terrible person and stuff like that in the press and
0: yeah yeah and and sort of unpicking her choices and decisions you know without actually hearing from her
1: yeah and yeah it was so there's kind of some really strong media so yeah um, other news two more bad bits of news Olga Alban and Sky is back she's going to be writing for B-Pink in yeah um, in which just
0: really disappoints me to be honest like I just I just wish that hadn't happened
1: yeah, but you know. But it um, did, and, and now I'm going
0: interesting... to have to sound annoyed every time it comes up.
1: The other interesting thing is, Fanka van Dendryche had her was due to have her theory oh, yeah. into her mechanical doping case, and um, basically said, "I'm not going to contest it." So I don't know if she's actually put out. She the statement I read didn't say I was guilty. It was it was just too expensive to contest.
0: Right, right.
1: Which I'm. Yeah, mm. but I
0: mean, you know, we all live in the world of of you know, um, yeah, we all know what that means.
1: So Fanker's basically said that she's going to stop her career. She's going to stop cycling. And I am super glad for her as a person. She's a teenage... You know, the more I heard about Fanker's story, you know, her her, her very weird father, her, brother's got, her brother was a teenage EPO band, you know, Famca's has had this motorized thing found in her bike. I don't think cycling is a positive place for famka I've I've talked about this before that, you know, that sometimes, you know, we, we everyone knows about, you know, stage parents and sports parents. And I don't yeah. think that's like, you know, I, I don't know what she can possibly do next, but you know, she's asked, she's, she's, yeah, she's just like, she's, she's decided to forfeit being a rider. And I think, you know, that's, that's, that's good. You know, uh, that's very good. I I don't, I still find it interesting that people are calling for like, 5,000 times more hard you know repercussions for her even though she didn't actually ride that bike in the race yeah they exactly are, you know your Valverdes and your Vinos and your Contadors and your you know your 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 egregious egregious dopers exactly but, you know but I think it's good for her to step away and so the UCI will be announcing what sanctions they'll give her I'm just hoping they'd I mean you know Obviously, obviously, a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I hope, just hope, that they don't um, hit her with some kind of really insane fine that she can never ever build anything, any kind of life about it. I hope she can build a good life away from this, you know, far away from the sports as possible.
0: Well, hey, and why not? You know, I mean, like you say, she's, you know, there's a lot of life left. Is is the short version? You know, and. For someone to to pay their whole life for yeah, I I don't need to rehash it. I just I agree. I hope it's a I hope it's a commensurate um, sanction with the crime, and we all get to move on. So, uh,
1: speaking of moving on, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hey,
0: we, it's kind of you know um, I'd apologise, except we did warn you at the start that there was a lot to talk about. So you know you got what was advertised. So, hmm. Yeah and we'll be back next week to talk about all the stuff we didn't talk no just kidding we talked about everything this week there'll be nothing to talk about next week oh no wait
1: <laughs> yeah next week we'll have all of Binda to talk about we've got um Barrett, we'll be talking about the para track worlds we'll be talking about the end of the cape epic we'll be talking about all sorts of things oh make sure you're following rochelle gilmore's t- uh, twitter because she's giving away oh, yeah, she's huge piles of,
0: of of kitten stuff yeah of
1: huge piles of stuff yeah. from the house Yeah. Um,
0: and, and and just I'm not saying that she said she's going to give this away, but among other things there is a Ferrari at her house occasionally, so you never know your luck. You should follow and find out.
1: She's basically just giving she's basically said that she's because her house in Italy is absolutely full of um full of stuff. Full yeah. of stuff. She's um piling it up and um, just giving it away to random people, what retweet on the internet. So follow her at Rochelle Gilmore.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. And thank you for listening to us. Um, just remember you can hit pigeons, Sarah, up at at underscore pigeons underscore. Um, and also, if you would like to be instantly smarter and better looking, you can contribute to her Patreon at patreon.com slash women's cycling.
1: Oh, so. and I just want to say thank you. If you nominated me for the Women's Sports Trust Beer Game Changer Award, um, thank you. I'm really, 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 really beyond flattered. There are some I mean, amazing cycling
0: There are some amazing cycling people up for the award, but you can tell just from this podcast that Sarah's, you know, we invented literally like 700 new games in this (laughs) one. podcast. She's definitely a game changer. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, but you know, there's uh, the women's tours in there, Heather Bamforth in there, uh, Matrix, Johnson's Health Tech Matrix, the company's in there, Helen Wyman's in there, Drop Cycling Team's in there. Uh, God, I've forgotten. I've forgotten. There's loads more, loads more. So um, it's full of cycling representation. So hurrah cool um and also um just
0: i I think i did swear a little bit but maybe not enough so i'm just gonna slip this in fuck um just to just to make sure there's enough for yeah thank you have
1: you hit your
0: quota now well i'm actually concerned i'm gonna be behind but i'm sure i'll be angry enough next week to make up for it so
1: awesome yeah
0: thanks